2: when tesla used magnetic field therapy on himself he was a big promoter of talking about that the human body was a battery and every cell is like all the cells in the tesla car there's thousands of cells in a tesla car well there's 70 trillion cells in the human body and each one of these cells takes on a small voltage 70 millivolts in each cell and when they all fire together that pushes the heart and the, the heart beats and there's a huge explosion in the body of the electricity so he was telling everybody that a long time ago the body is very very electrical
0: hey there i'm hard at work on another edition of inner sanctum my free monthly newsletter inner sanctum features my monthly brief a column of my thoughts and opinions on what's happening in the world It features a spotlight on a past guest, a look ahead to an upcoming episode of my weekly syndicated radio program, The Conspiracy Show. It features a look at this month in conspiracy and UFO history and my Conspiracy Unlimited podcast, Episode Pick of the Month, and so much more. To get your free monthly newsletter, Inner Sanctum, delivered to your email inbox Just go to my website, strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on Inner Sanctum and register. It's fast, easy, and again, absolutely free.
1: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites.
0: When you think of the great inventor Nikola Tesla, you probably think of alternating current, rumors of his death ray or his uh, work in anti But Tesla was also very interested in using electricity to heal. And we're going to talk about Tesla's contributions to radiology and high-frequency electrotherapy. Robert W. Connolly is a Canadian journalist and documentary film producer. He's produced several television series about ancient civilizations and their lost technology for PBS and The Learning Channel. He's currently in the final stages of completing a feature documentary film and companion interactive book called Tesla's Medicine Healing Fields. It's a 10-year project that explores the life and medical inventions of Nikola Tesla and will provide a detailed view of how Tesla used sound, light, and electromagnetic fields to treat disease at the turn of the century. These inventions are now being reintroduced and adopted into the Canadian healthcare system for use in integrative medicine. Bob Connolly, how are you?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's just jump right in and tell us about your documentary, Tesla's Medicine Healing Fields. Was this a 10 year project? Did I read that correctly?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like James Cameron and you know, sort of this is the Titanic and I'm making that movie and I keep asking like just give me a little bit more time it's gonna be good yeah it is it's it started uh, uh ten years ago and originally how I sort of got into it is that uh, i I was not feeling that well and I was trying to find a way to uh fix myself and i noticed that i had uh i became allergic to i would say um electromagnetic fields it's it's very strange but i had uh worked and not uncommon not that uncommon well (laughs) okay well i was uh, a writer for uh, the high-tech industry i was one one of the first people in probably in canada actually to have a a portable macintosh computer and a wi-fi card that went in the side i was uh a journalist writing articles about uh, future technology and wireless technology was one of them.
0: So you're an early you were, you're an early adapter.
2: Uh, early adapter, yeah. That, you know, at that time, Apple didn't even make a uh, a Wi-Fi base station. They only uh, they had a a card that you'd slide in at the side of your computer, and you'd have to attach to somebody else's base station, but. I had overexposed myself. I had a cell phone, and I had portable phones all over the place, and I was—I I embraced it. And uh, I noticed that my very first symptoms of it were, uh, uh, let's say, uh, I started losing my memory, and I have a pretty good memory. And then I had uh, this cell phone in my pocket, and I noticed that when. I took my cell phone in my pocket and I put it on a, uh, a table. I felt uh, this vibration in my pocket. They they call the thing the, the phantom ring, and I didn't know what it really was, but I, I do now. It's something that about uh, 30% of the males experience this, and if you're under 18, there's a lot of kids are feeling this phantom vibration in the pocket. I think it's the your autonomic nervous system telling you that there's something not healthy going on down there.
0: Right, right. How long ago did you start noticing these that was
2: strange 1996, effects? 1996.
0: Oh, that long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almost a quarter century ago.
2: Well, Bob. you know, I, uh, I had one of the first people to have one of those, you know, gray Motorola phones.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Those big block phones. And I... I spent like $5,000 on it. I was a movie producer, and it would just wanted to have people on the set, and it was just easy way to call in uh, cast and crew, like, where's the trucks, where's that. It's good for production, but every time I used it, I put it up to my head, I got a headache. So, I, I you know, I took it back to Motorola and asked for my money back, and I said, no, no, we can't do that. So I ended up selling it for like $2,000, so, so I, I knew a long time ago that was 84 so I knew that it, being around this stuff wasn't healthy, but when you start working in the industry, it's almost impossible to escape it. So I sort of, ad- I, you know, I, you know, sort of used it uh, in my industry and in talking about it, and I was a big promoter of it, and I still am. I think it's great technology, but you, you really have to, you know, treat it uh, as uh, with respect. That's all I can say in that way. So one day, it was a really crazy story, but. I put a, a corn in my microwave oven, and uh, I noticed that my Wi-Fi base station sat on top of the refrigerator. That was a, to, to send it to the top floor. At a, you know, I had a really nice movie studio on the top of the floor. I had a sort of nice workout deck, so I wanted to get the Wi-Fi to the very top. So I had some repeaters going on. Right. And when I put a corn in a microwave oven, I lost my internet connection. And I said, uh, okay, well, that's strange. And then when the microwave oven went off, I got my internet connection back and I said, oh, there must be something wrong with my microwave oven. <laughs> so I went to the telephone book and I looked for the microwave oven repairman and I found one and he came out and he said, uh, well, microwave ovens on the same frequency as uh, the Wi-Fi and your portable phone and all these things. So it's, it's leaking and they all leak. And... And by the way, how do you feel? And I said, Well, I don't feel that great. He showed me where all this stuff was coming from, and he says, Why don't you just take it all out and wire it back up on your hard wire and see how you feel? And I said, Okay, sure. And so I did, and then like three days after I did that, I felt so wonderful. I, st- I still was you not know, feeling the, you know, the greatest, but uh, I felt much better. But I was uh, st- still depressed, and. One time a guy said, well, you know, you should try some magnetic field therapy. I got a a little, uh, a PDF in the email and it said, come and listen to a doctor, you know, he's a Olympic, uh, coach for the U.S. swim team. Come and hear him talk about, you know, magnetic field therapy. So I went to a hotel and this is, I think, uh, about 11 years ago and they had this, mat, this magnetic field therapy mat, and uh, one of the people there said, how'd you, hey, well, how would you like to have one? And, it was long. and I said, sure, and I took it, and three days later, after using it, ah, gee, I just felt so much better. All, all my depression went away, and it was really like a miracle. I, I, I took it as a religious experience, because I had been sick so long. So right then and there, I decided that uh, I was going to master this subject and uh, make a feature documentary film about it
0: so how did this magnetic mat work what does it look like
2: well the mat that I got it just looks like a yoga mat uh, a little bit thicker um, comes with a controller unit that puts that drives the Tesla coils inside the mat the mat has that mat had uh, two four six Tesla coils inside. Two at the head, two in the middle, and two at the bottom near your feet. And a a controller unit. And, uh, just turned it on for eight minutes, twice a day. That's really all it took. Three days, eight minutes, twice a day, and my depression was gone. It was, it was a real miracle.
0: Fascinating. So then, that was the launch pad, no pun intended. And you decided to figure out, okay, who is this Tesla guy? And, you know, what did he know about electrotherapy?
2: Yeah, so I'm pretty good at research. I've traveled the world for 22 years making documentaries, um, most of them promotional videos for tourism. Uh, I made one for China, the Soviet Union. Most of the countries uh, all hired me to make uh, documentaries, and I put it out on a travel television show called uh, Search for Ancient Wisdom. So you really have to be good at doing research uh, to figure out you know, to talk about all these other countries, the, the history of it. About ten years ago, there wasn't too much information on the Internet about this subject. It was sort of like a taboo subject. Um, but um, there, there were, I, I had heard that most of this uh, technology was all coming from um, Germany and the Soviet Union and the, 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 the former countries of the Soviet Union. So... I basically just uh, <laughs> got a plane ticket and uh, just flew to Germany. And I went to, uh, the first place that I went to was the, it was in Munich, and it was the Technical University of Munich. And this is the place where a, a, a doctor, he was a professor there, and his name was um, Dr. Schumann. And uh, he discovered... With his assistant, this thing called the Schumann resonance. And That's something that um, is very important to this type of th- therapy. That's the
0: Earth's natural electromagnetic frequency, isn't it?
2: Right. And Tesla actually had discovered this um, in uh, over a hundred years ago, but uh, he never really got the credit for that. And that's what sort of <laughs> <when> I, <laughs> he didn't get know, credit for much, did he? Right. Right. So. But the big deal about they, they admit to it and the Germans promote this and there's Dr. Schumann discovered the, this thing called the Schumann Resonance and what happens is that lightning strikes the Earth and it sends out a, a big burst of voltage and it travels up to the ionosphere and it comes back down um, and it bounces between the Earth and the ionosphere and creates these waves of, of, of about 7.8 cycles per second. It's a, it's a technical Distance thing. However, um, while I was at Germany, they taught me about this bunker, what's called the Andek Bunker. And this is where they, NASA, in the 60s, they, uh, paid the Max Planck Institute to find out. Um, what would it be like for astronauts to live in you know, in space for an extended period of time without the earth's magnetic field so this was a study that nasa paid for and right I,
0: because the earth's magnetic field protects us from a lot of the cosmic rays and the radiation in outer space
2: yeah so yeah, the thing is is that when we leave the earth when 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 the humans move over top of a of the Earth's magnetic field. There's the lines that come out of the Earth's magnetic field. And when you move through these lines, your body takes on a charge. And when you bend your bones, they're crystalline in nature. And as you're bending your bones, it creates a piezoelectric effect. And that, in conjunction with moving over the Earth's surface through the magnetic lines of the Earth, uh, you take on a charge, and this charge recharges your body. And Tesla, it walked, uh, 10 kilometers every day, um, through Central Park to feed the pigeons. And, uh, right. this process charged them up and gave them uh, lots of voltage. So, that's one w- of Wait the a second,
0: that. now, let me just stop you there, because this is fascinating, Bob. So it almost sounds like the human body is like a capacitor, or I mean, are our cells do the do, do all the cells in the human body do they are they like us a, 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 an electric circuit, electronic circuit?
2: Yeah, that the, the the unfortunate thing is is that, um, when Tesla used magnetic field therapy on himself, he did it, you know, in his laboratory and moving through the earth's magnetic field, he was a big promoter of talking about that the human body was a battery and every cell is a, like a little cell in sort of like a, the, all the cells in the Tesla car where they're all lined up in, in a parallel to par, the car. There's thousands of cells in a Tesla car. Well, there's, right there's, there's 70 trillion cells in the human body and, um, each one of these cells takes on a, a small voltage, 70 millivolts in each cell, and when they all fire together, that pushes the heart and the, the heart beats. And there's a huge, you know, explosion in the body of the electricity. So he was telling everybody that a long time ago, the body is very, very uh, electrical, and uh, mm. you could charge it up with magnetic fields, the electric field inside the magnetic field.
0: Now, let me just, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and this may be sort of far afield your area of expertise, but I'm just going to throw it out there. When you're talking about charging up these 70, did you say 70 trillion cells?
2: 70 trillion
0: cells, yeah. Yeah, could this be somehow related to that very very rare phenomenon known as spontaneous human combustion?
2: Well, you know, you're asking the wrong guy about that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Well, yeah, I've uh, I've looked at that a little bit. Like I've seen the you know the pictures where there's just you know the person's feet are there and there's their body isn't there anymore. Um, and obviously there's some really, you know, high energy uh, going on to you know, to disassociate the entire body, this disappear. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure that's actually done from, you know, using e- electricity, like the person <laughs> touched the electrical outlet and he disappeared. I don't think that uh, that's probably happened. We're probably dealing with some more, uh, you know, quantum. You know, thing
0: in that way. All right, I, I'm sorry to get you off on a on a side rail there, but I just it occurred to me, and I thought no, I'd no, throw it out there. So, it's all good.
2: so, so, so all back good.
0: to your journey of um, of healing discovery. So, you're in Germany.
2: I'm in Germany. And okay, so yeah. so so here we got NASA, and you know, the and the Germans have this bunker, the Andex bunker. It's a it's a bomb shelter, and so what they Max Planck did, they 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 lined the entire bunker with this stuff called Moo Metal. And it's a mixture of aluminum and nickel. Magnetic fields won't pass through anything that has nickel in it. A magnetic field will go through metal, but it won't go through nickel. Hmm. So what they did is they blocked the Earth's magnetic field from this chamber. In the uh. end, it's bunker. Yeah. And they took some students in and they put them in there for a couple of weeks. Come on and participate. Uh, you know, it first a deprivation bunker. like It wasn't small. It was, it was fairly large. And they had, But they just couldn't have any uh, magnetic fields or the, the sun. So it's just, um, you know, they just didn't want to have any frequencies, sound, light, anything in this bunker to see what would be the effect that to match it to be in outer space if you were an astronaut in a space capsule. They wanted to mimic right. that. Right, and experience.
0: you said... It disrupted their circadian rhythms, meaning instead of being on a 24 hour clock and, and, you know, going to, to bed at say 10 or 11 PM and waking up eight hours later, which is kind of their, rhythm, it threw that off completely. How long did it take to do that?
2: Uh, it, it took about four days. You know, you can, the, the flight attendants and pilots and anybody that does a lot of traveling will notice that, uh, Waking up at uh, you know night and going to bed in the daytime. That the light has a big effect on you know your melatonin through your eyes. Sure, and, and people who are
0: blind, people who are completely blind, also have this issue.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. However, um, the Earth has a, this this resonance. This um, it's actually close to seven point eight. It's actually ten. Like they put a frequency generator inside the bunker. And they, you know, started at one hertz, two hertz, three hertz, and when they brought it up to ten hertz, the students' their circadian rhythms came back into sync, and their bodies. Even
0: without, even there. in the absence of sunlight.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened, and uh, it's quite interesting that while I was in Germany for this, um, there were some manufacturers over there that that's one of that that particular study that they did that sort of started. This whole magnetic field therapy to happen in Germany, that's where this sort of broke out as a, as a commercialized product. Because of the studies NASA had done on that chamber, that they found if we just make a magnetic field artificially and put some Tesla coils inside a mat and charge the mat up... Uh, with a fairly, you know, good pulse. Um, you're basically mimicking the Earth's magnetic field and you know the body, you know, locks onto the mat and sort of resets uh any sort of health issues you have. So that was that was a significant uh discovery. Okay, so a couple of questions. Uh
0: what is what is it about seven point eight? Uh seven point eight uh, is it megahertz?
2: No, uh, it's just hertz. Seven,
0: Seven, well, 7.8 hertz. 7.8 hertz. What is it about that uh, that is sort of so optimum for the
2: human body? Okay, so... You see, 100 years ago, before they had electricity, we really only had the Earth's magnetic field. Our body... this We... We get huge amounts of energy just by moving through the Earth's surface, and that you know, people that go on run, you know, and they jog and in, in these uh, marathons, they have this high, you know, when you break through the wall and all of a sudden you're just bursting with energy. That's because you supercharge yourself up by moving through the Earth's magnetic field, and any anybody that has you know that's depressed or not feeling well they always say oh you have to get up you have to move you know you have to go get some exercise and really it's it's all about moving through the earth's magnetic field so
0: okay i always i just assumed it was more about oxygenating your blood so your blood
2: well that's a big part of it so right let, yeah so i'll try to explain how the magnetic field you know takes care of that part but um when when the magnetic field moves through the cell um, the outer part of the cell is, is negative and the inner part of the cell is positive. It's like a battery. Every cell mm-hmm. is like that. So, the other part. So, if the cells aren't charged, like, they don't repel each other. So, the outer wall is negative and the cell beside it, the blood cell beside it, it's negative too. Um, but if there's no charge, they don't repel each other. But as soon as the batteries are charged, they repel each other. So, all of a sudden, your blood is free flowing. It's not sticking together. It starts to move. Ah, I put, see. You put, you breathe in oxygen, the, your lungs start taking it, and then it the, puts it through their body and actually gets it into the cell. But that whole process requires a lot of electricity to actually to make that happen. So, right, right, um, when makes we, sense. The, the problem that we have now as a society that we we're, we're, there's so many frequencies that are all over the place a um, hundred years ago, it wasn't like that, and our DNA didn't, you know, grow up with this. So we've had to slowly adapt through, you know, electricity and then radio and then all the other wireless stuff that's coming our way, and uh, you, the, the body, you know, can handle this, but you got to take a break every once in a while. So that's what we've so figured out.
0: this electronic smog that we're living in, Wi-Fi and soon to be 5G and uh, the electricity that's uh, radio uh, and microwaves and so forth is that is that shielding the the natural resonance that that uh, you know that's seven point eight hertz is it interfering with it is that what's the, what the problem is?
2: Well, the, uh, there's several theories on this, but um, over in Germany. When they discovered this in the late 60s, um, they they took that frequency and um, they made a little tiny little thing that you would wear around your neck, and it was just had this little pulse, you know, 7.8 hertz electric pulse into the heart, and they gave them to the um, airline flight attendants in Lustanza, and uh, they found that none of them got, you know, jet lag. They could they could reset their circadian rhythm to be morning night you know they did it artificially and mm-hmm. um that's where these sort of the, the mats grew out into sort of professionally so um what the germans have done um you know they you know, you know the the very high technology over there with all the wireless stuff everywhere else but they started using these magnetic mats and magnetic field therapy as sort of to offset the the reactions from all this electrosmog. So by being out in the environment, um, your body absorbs all this stuff, like a chicken in a microwave oven. And then they would just use magnetic field therapy, you know, to flush it out at the end of the day and sort of reset cells, much like a coal miner. If he's working in a coal mine, he'd, he would get dirty, and then he'd come home and have a shower and wash it all out of his body. So Tesla was doing that with his machines and he was doing it naturally by walking, you know, 10 kilometers every day through, you know, Central Park to get the magnetic fields of the earth naturally.
0: Fascinating. And, uh, I mean, sleep deprivation and sleep interruption is such a huge issue. Uh, and, and you know, they, they say if you don't get... Enough sleep, it, eventually. I mean, it'll kill you. Uh, do you blame then this electronic smog for, for sleep, for the sleep deprivation, which seems to be just, uh, almost a pandemic, at least in Western civilization?
2: Uh, so, so there's a, there's a couple of things that you, just everybody should really pay attention to. Um, to live a much longer healthier life and that is their bedroom because you spend uh a third of your life there and you really want to try to mimic sleeping in a log cabin uh in a forest uh so you really only have the earth's magnetic field that's most of the people that are consultants for the industry that people can't sleep or, you know, they, they, they live in a house that might have, you know, too much wiring health issues because the house was wired incorrectly.
0: We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back and pick it up on the other side. Bob Conley, journalist, documentary filmmaker, and we're talking Tesla medicine. It's that time of the week to welcome back Colleen Forgus, our nutritional consultant and the manager of our Strange Planet Full Script Dispensary. Colleen, welcome back. Hi, Richard. Thanks for having me. Do we have anything at the Full Script Dispensary to help people maintain regularity? Yes, we do. And this is one of the best things that we can do for our health is to make sure that we're using the restroom daily. So there's a product called Colon RX by Designs for Health. This product can be used as a mild laxative anytime someone is having a bout of constipation. And it's also something that can be used on a daily basis, kind of like a maintenance, to help ensure that you're very regular and are moving your bowels every day. That's important. All right, so to stay regular, get Colon Rx from the Strange Planet Full Script Dispensary. Go to strangeplanet.ca and click on the Full Script button. And don't forget, subscribers receive a 10% discount on all products and free delivery on all orders over $50. Talk again next week, Colleen. I will look forward to it, Richard. Thank you. Bye-bye. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure. If you have a medical concern, please consult your health care provider.
1: As you're staring up at the night sky, ever wonder who's staring back? No, me either. But I guess you better say it because of Richard. You know, he's all wrapped up in this stuff. (laughs) Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett.
0: Hey, welcome back. Robert Connolly is with us. So Bob, we were talking about uh, sleep disruption and how electronic smog plays a big part in this. Uh, and you were saying that we should set up our bedrooms so that they're like a log cabin in the forest. So how do we do that?
2: There's an expensive way and then there's a, you know, a, sort of an easy way that's sort of like a stopgap here, but um the, the first thing is important is that you don't sleep with a cell phone underneath your pillow like what the kids are doing that's just so extremely bad Uh, you know they're waiting for you know some text or chat from some guy to wake them up in the middle of night that cell phone goes off with and checks in with the towers every five minutes for about 20 seconds so that's way too much uh, radiation that's sort of close to the head. So that's like a worst case scenario. So what
0: if you ideally, have the data? What if you sorry Bob, but what if you have the data turned off?
2: you know, if it's if it's just set on a, on airplane mode, you know, it's totally safe. If you're just going to use it to listen to music or, you know, ringer, you, you can't wake up. So, you know, just put it beside you. That's fine, but it, it the airplane mode is there for a reason because airplanes don't want you to You know, have any radiation going on while it's taking off or landing? So that should be like your bedroom all the time. So that's one thing. And then uh, another problem is that people have portable phones in their bedroom, and uh, that's not healthy either. Because those the base stations of those phones are constantly sending out a uh, a magnetic field. Um, So if you're if you got a portable phone in your home. The base station of it should not be in your bedroom. It should be as far away as you can have it. put it in the you know basement where the electrical panel is, and your satellites, you know throughout your home, but it shouldn't have the base station there. and And of course, uh, like if you have a uh, a bedroom where you use it for as your office and there's Wi-Fi in there too, you you really should turn off all your wireless devices at night. and I've noticed that, I slept a lot better, so and everybody that I talk to seems to agree with me. So that's really so. You, if you could just treat, you know, your sleeping time, and that's really the only time your body really does heal itself. And that's why you do go to sleep, so your body can heal itself. If you take away the stress from all the, uh, you know, the electro smog, um, your body will heal a lot better. And I've noticed that uh, people say they sleep a lot better too.
0: Right, okay. So let's talk a little bit about, oh, uh, is there anything else on, on the, that's kind of the the, uh, the quick fix. Um, what about, I mean, for people that are really sensitive, because if you live in the city, you're probably, what, no more than a 100 meters from a cell tower. So even if you have everything turned off in your room, outdoors, you know, the smart meters and the cell towers and, and everything else, and particularly for those people that are ultra-sensitive... Uh, to this electronic smog. What do you do? You, you, you build a Faraday cage? Hey, how do you, how do you? Well,
2: it, well just like, um, you know, the Andex bunker where they took out all the frequencies and they started adding some good frequencies of the Earth's magnetic field and that's really all it had. <laughs> that's sort of what you gotta do to your bedroom. They, they make these things called, um, they're bed canopies and they're basically it's silver. And they wrap silver in some cotton, so it sort of looks like a, a mosquito net. And they're expensive. They're about, you know, $1,500 for a, a double bed. And you hang it over your bed and you put a ground sheet in it. And when you get in your bed, it's like you're camping. And, um, so and then they work quite well. So most of the people that are electrosensitive and they live downtown in uh, where there's a, a lot of, you know, city radiation, that that's how they get through, you know their life
0: right right is there a paint a special paint you can get for your walls that will shield
2: yeah that's called Y shield and it's made in over in Germany Switzerland and they've been using this forever over there but you you got to watch what you do when you you know when you're trying to paint because um, this these little microwaves are pretty good at getting in running down wires and jumping out so if you, if you try to do your whole home and it gets in and it's, it's trying to get out um, and it can't find a way out, it'll just jump into your body and, you know, so it, you can uh, make it worse, right?
0: Getting back to the making of this film, what else did you discover during your 10 years that, let's say, really blew your mind?
2: Mm, the, the wide range of uh, diseases magnetic fields would treat. So, for me, um, it was it, it alleviated a, a lot of my neurological you know, problems, anxiety and depression, and brought back all of my energy. And, and I'm 65 now, and I feel like I'm <laughs> an 18 year old kid again. Uh, so it it really it doesn't really do one thing. Once you put some energy into a cell, so it starts. Working again, um, there's really almost nothing that I see they can't accomplish. So I'll, I'll just give you some highlights that I thought was uh, sort of cool. So I went to the Czech Republic, and uh, it's they were under you know former you know Soviet communist rule, and their healthcare system is quite different than. Uh, than it is in the United States or even he, here in Canada it's a little bit more similar right now. Um, and they have a hospital there and it's totally targeted to people that are paraplegic. They you know have a problem with the war or they get in a car accident. so they come in crippled and uh, I spent a week there and they use uh, a special brand of magnetic field therapy and, and lasers that are pulsed so um, and they seem to be able to regrow you know the bone extremely quickly and, and neurons like nerve cells so um, and I you know uh, interviewed several patients that had come in there and they were part of the war and um, you know they've been in a, a a car or uh, one of the humvees and it gets blown up with a bomb and they can't walk anymore and then they go into the hospital and they stay there for about four months and they come out walking and it's like quite a miracle um so there, it's the a magnetic field at the correct frequency this is sort of where it gets complicated um my thing was just 10 hertz you know the Earth's magnetic field sort of flush out the microwaves and everything's good, but it's really turning into a science now where they've actually figured out different frequencies do different things, and and the shape of the waveform will do something different, and then you add in a little bit of the height of the waveform, the amplitude of how intense it is. Those three things together, some real magic starts to happen, like you know, what I just uh, shared with you there. Um, and, um, I watched a, um, uh, uh, most exciting is with cancer, with cancer therapy. And, you I can, you know, Magda Havis is a good friend of mine. She's in the film. And, uh, she went through sort of a, a bout of, uh, some, some bad cancer, like, a, and she used magnetic fields and chemotherapy. So. You know, I was never really a big, uh, you know, promoter of, you know, people taking, you know, chemotherapy and doing radiation, um, until I went into these hospitals in Italy and Germany that are using magnetic fields, and uh, so the, what the process is there that they do is that when a magnetic field goes through a cell, like we described, at a specific frequency at a specific intensity, so it's not too loud, not not too quiet, like a champagne glass, for example. If the singer finds the resonating frequency of the champagne glass, it, the, the wall of the glass actually under high-speed camera, you'll actually see it, you start turning into like jello, and you can actually put a needle through the glass because you found the resonating frequency of the of the glass. And every cell in the body is like that. So, if you find that specific sweet point, the chemotherapy goes right into the cell and it kills the, the cancer. And so it's, you use one-third of the chemotherapy and you don't suffer the side effects. So, it's very popular to use magnetic fields with with chemotherapy over there in that way because it makes it more effective.
0: So, Fascinating. Now, medicine, this,
2: Yes, yes.
0: Uh, the, I was going to say,
2: medicine, uh, like, I r- really have to, yeah. you know, when when I first, you know, I, I have to amend the Canadian government for something at this point. Like, I've been down on them for, you know, a lot of things, but I sort of understand sort of what they're going through right now with their healthcare system that's collapsing. And you know, I when I first went over to Europe. To study the stuff that they were doing in these magical clinics in Switzerland, where the rich and famous go over and they have the most dreadful cancers and they come back cured, much like Steve Jobs did a couple of times, which I was there at around that time going through this. Um, the thing that I most appreciate is that the Canadian healthcare system has now adopted that Swiss healthcare system. So these machines that were At one time, when I first went over and were looking at these things, they've now been approved by Health Canada to to use them here. And one reason why my film has taken me so long to get the thing done, because I'd find a machine that I thought was good, and I'd come over here and I'd play it to an audience uh, in my work in progress, and somebody in the audience says, I want to bring it to Canada, and I want to get the rights, will you help me get approvals of it? And it usually takes about a year and a half, and I did, because I understand You know, what it takes to get this stuff down. So throughout the making of this film, I helped, you know, about seven manufacturers get their devices licensed here. So when they see the film and they want to use the stuff, you know, the Canadian government says, okay, it's all good to go. And, you know, here you go. Start using them. So I have to commend. Right, because
0: it would be nothing worse if once seeing your film... People get all excited and say, "Okay, where do I go?" And you say, "Well, sorry, you got to go to Switzerland or Czechos- or the Czech Republic." Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's been my whole story. And everybody that I've interviewed in the film, you know, there's been quite a few famous, you know, scientists and and you know, pop- very very popular, you know, doctors. And they always keep saying, "When's the film coming out?" And then I go, "Well, you know, I just..." you know, got this device licensed by Health Canada, he goes, really? Oh, wow, that's a miracle. I go, that's really good. So I'm sort of, I've got that all over with. There's, all the machines are now licensed here, and I've, uh, you know, I've moved from magnetic fields, and Tesla also invented a whole pile of ultraviolet light stuff that's, you know, all becoming approved to. So he he just wasn't magnetic fields. He was vibration. Let me talk about vibration.
0: Bob, we'll, uh, we'll pick up on the other side and he'll tell us about ultraviolet light and how he worked with sound and Tesla medicine, healing fields. We'll be back with Bob Conley. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back in a few moments to tell you a little bit about an upcoming episode. Here's a resolution for 2021. Reduce stress and enhance your immune system. ESS-60 from C60 Evo. C60 is the carbon-60 molecule known to deliver more than 172 times the power of vitamin C, 172 times. ESS-60 is the purest form of C60, a known antiviral, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory remedy that works. ESS-60 neutralizes free radicals from cell metabolization and external toxins to help minimize inflammation and maximize detoxification. Further, people report better sleep, more energy, and renewed mental clarity when they take our ESS-60 organic oil. To order your Miracle Molecule ESS-60, click on the C60 Evo link in the episode notes for this podcast, or go to c60evo.com slash Richard hyphen Serret, c60evo.com slash Richard hyphen Serret. Buy now and save 10% by using the coupon code EVRS at checkout. Again, use the coupon code EVRS at checkout. Coming up next time, part two of my conversation with filmmaker Bob Connolly about Tesla's healing electromagnetic waves.
2: Tesla was very much into vibrations, like vibrating the body, finding the resonating frequency of buildings to cause earthquakes or just the resonating frequency of how all your organs tie together. So he made a vibrating plate on the floor, and he had Mark Twain stand on it. And the people in the audience, he said, I'm going to make Mark Twain have to do something. And he turned the machine on, and like instantaneously, Mark Twain had to go to the bathroom.
0: Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now.